Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Sup, dude? Game over Greggy himself, Greg Miller. And the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. What up, dog? Andy, before the show, uh, you introduced me to a movie that I've never even heard of called Blank Man. Yeah. You want to you want to give the pitch on this? Well, to the, yeah, the Greg, kids at home? Greg mentioned we should do Blank Man in review, and I said, oh, my God, Greg. Like, if there's ever been a 2 p.m. during the summer vacation in elementary school on HBO, it was – Blank Man, that was the movie shown. It's starring um, Damon Wayans, David Allen Greer. And uh, yeah, I think it's just like one of those phenomenal 90s superhero movies that people say that Kevin Feige kind of took inspiration yeah, 100%. from. 100%. That's the big thing, Tim, is it's really honestly kind of alarming that you didn't know what Blank Man was. And Truly we sent is. you to see Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness ahead of time. Because that means Blank Man could have popped up in there and you didn't even get the reference. <laughs> I, I wouldn't really even know. Upsetting. I'm gonna, uh, you know what I mean? I don't need you to spoil it for me, but I I think that's something we need to know. So I mean, I will say, now looking at this guy's face, I'm, I'm seeing I'm like, oh, now now the entire movie makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Raimi was a big fan. Well big fan yeah. of Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah, I have never like I'm looking at the poster cap. If you could bring this up, I said it to assets. I have never seen this in my life. Like this rings no you, bell. You like this, this, this feels like cr- one of those unbelievable. Me. Like it's the opposite of the Mandela effect, where it's just like this. It feels impossible that this movie existed. I didn't know about it, but like, I to me, before did. we go any further, I mean, yeah, Blank Man's right there, of course. Damon Wayans. You do know Meteor Man, right? Mm-mm. Oh my god. Th- is it all in like a connected universe? I I, like I, a- it might be. We don't. I don't. Re- I don't think they ever. It was before the idea of a connected universe. We need to get Damon Wayans or the other guy from Meteor Man. That man, Kevin. Is, that comedian. I forget who that comedian was. Kevin, can you by any chance cut back to the Blank Man poster? Absolutely. It, it, by any Wait, chance. You- uh, this is Christopher Nolan took inspiration from this for his posters for the yep, Dark Knight true. trilogy. Yeah, the mm-hmm. sort of ground looking up at the skyscrapers. Now, hold on, Kevin. I'm going to send assets here. You unless need you want me to Google. cut back. For that the joke. Meteor that's man. what you needed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. There's there's the image for Meteor Man if you can pull that up. Uh, if you can this was like a section in Blockbuster of like superhero <laughs> movies like that. that were you know, like like they had uh what Pluto Nash was probably in yeah, there too. Pluto, Pluto Nash was like ten years later, I feel, but yeah, yeah I see what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that yeah. was that was phase two of this universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there was also the the one where the guy like one of his powers is digging, and he's just dig. Oh, Mystery Men, Mystery, Mystery Men, right? Mystery yeah, yeah. Men. same world. We should just we could just connect all of them together on our own. You know what I mean? We could make them a universe. Mm-hmm. But I have found Robert Townsend, who is there as Meteor Man on Twitter, and I'm going to tweet at him right now and ask him Blank Man and Meteor Man. <laughs> ask, ask him when we're going to get Blank Man v. Meteor Man. <laughs> Dawn of, 
I don't even know Something. what. You know, whatever, <laughs> guys. Who gives a hell? This yeah. is the kind of funny screencast where every week we get together to talk about the latest and sometimes the 90th of movies, TV, and trailers. Of course, you can get it on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. A whole bunch of stuff uh, going on right now. We have our spoiler-free Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness episode live right Right now, um, we're doing the finale of Moon Knight currently. You're watching it or listening to it. And then later today, we're going to be doing a live reaction to the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer that they just dropped. Uh, and then later in the week, not on this show, Screencast, but on our other show, Kind of Funny in Review, we are going to be ranking, reviewing, and recapping full spoilers into the Multiverse of Madness. And I'm very excited about that. And then the following week, so next week, we're going to be doing in review for Moon Knight, where we're going to be actually ranking it against the rest of the mcu and nick scarpino will be joining us for that he just could not make it today uh today we're brought to you by express vpn chime and babble but those are ads that our patreon producers will not have to hear anonymous mm -hmm. molecule and fargo brady we appreciate all of you so very much and if you want to join that illustrious crew and if you want to get this show ad free and watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny Let's get into it. Moon Knight, episode six, Gods and Monsters. Andy Cortez, I want to start with you. What did you think about this season finale? Oh, I thought you were going to say Gods and Monsters. The title was changed uh, to uh, Kevin. Dude, what's the game? What's the fucking Phoenix Ubisoft Rising, game? Phoenix well, Rising, yeah, yeah, Immortals yeah. Phoenix Rising. There we go. Moon Knight. Still got it, everybody. Still got it, everybody. I don't I'm think right anybody on. has to explain that joke that way. I'm right on it. Um, Kim, right on it. Set it up again, and then Kevin, edit this out, all right? Yeah, <laughs> man, uh, Greg, I haven't edited a video for this company in like four years. <laughs> um, the fucking face, Kevin, that laugh. All right, anyway, reset. Andy Cortez, what did you think about Moon Knight episode six? Uh, kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Didn't really like it a whole lot. I think this episode peaked with episode five. And I feel like episode six kind of gave us the worst of all um, possibilities when it comes to these Disney shows, which just becomes two giant fucking uh, mecha, not mecha, but uh, what's what I'm looking for? Kaiju. Uh, I just was not expecting that. At one point, I thought maybe this is just symbolism of like the inner battle happening. No, like I, his cane actually knocked over a car or whatever. Um, yeah, it just, it just kind of stunk in, in a lot of different ways. I feel like near the end when, uh, Kanchu is pleading with Mark to kill Arthur and that switch happens so fast. Layla's just like, no, but you're in charge now. You're right. You want it. You do it yourself. It's like, damn, there was like no hesitation there. Just like an immediate switch. I feel like things are just really, really rushed. Um, I, I just feel really underwhelmed with this as a series, unfortunately. And um, yeah, I mean, it, now we're getting to the part of it, of these Disney shows where it's like, man, I think I dislike more than I like. And that's kind of really sad for me. Greg Miller. Yeah, I'm with Andy on uh, pretty much everything he said there, right? Uh, I don't know about the whole dislike more than like thing, but this is the first you know time we've gotten to the end of one of these Disney Plus shows, and I'm like, thank God that's over. 
And it's not because it was terrible. Like there, I, you know, you go back and you watch all these interviews. There's definitely parts uh, that I enjoyed about uh, this. I still think Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke are incredible actors, and you know, for the most part, are great in their scenes. Ethan Hawke, especially, I think, is just dynamite. And I know we're gonna do it next week the whole thing, so I'm trying not. I'll, I'll try. To, I'll bring it back in time. I'll bring it back in for this episode. I bring thought this in. episode kind of encapsulates though everything I'm talking about in terms of my ride with Moon Knight, where it was like. There were parts I thought that were really cool. And then there was a lot where I was like, this is lame. And I think even to the point of like, where we've talked about before, like, okay, well, at least this isn't, you know, the usual Marvel thing of just fighting somebody who has the same powers as you and the same suit or you or whatever, right? Like, I feel like this gets to at the end when uh, 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 Moon Knight and uh, Layla are running down the alleyway fighting Ethan Hawke with the staff. I was like, this just doesn't hit. I think Layla's costume's fucking awesome. I think that's really cool. Like, this episode in, in to in, encapsulate and get on to Tim's thoughts and whatever. Like this episode for me was like I'm watching. I'm just like God. I really wish this had been a movie. I really wish rather than this be six episodes, some which were great, some which I thought were really flat. This would have been a condensed hour and a half, two hours, really great special effects budget to get in there, really knock it out of the park and go. I just thought that this episode, yeah, was uh, all over the place and it didn't work for me. Kevin. As far as this episode goes, I thought it was fine. Uh, for the most part, I think it was like, oh, this is interesting and enjoyable. There was the 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 big giant god fight. Was a bit much, but uh, <laughs> I I mean I was able to like I don't know look, look past it. I guess I it um, but yeah I I think this episode was all right, and um, I am a little pissed off with like the way they introduce that like are we in full spoilers or yeah it's screen yeah just making yeah, sure yeah. uh the way they introduced that third personality of like ah there was a third one it was like all right that means the like the afterlife sequence like doesn't make any sense to me so that's you know but that doesn't matter i guess it i don't like when a show can just do that and just be like uh there was a secret the whole time like, Same thing too. I thought it was. I mean, I know we're getting into more. Uh, Kevin, if you don't mind me piggybacking off your thoughts, mm-hmm. go for it. It was the same idea, right? Of like, okay, cool. They're united. They're switching back and forth between Stephen and Mark in the fight and talking to Conchie. And I was like, all right, this is cool. And then when they started fighting and we're seeing everything, I'm like, all right, this is cool. And then for it, yeah, to be like, all right, he's pinned down. How's he gonna get out of this jam? Oh, blackout. Everybody's done. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Like you're not yep. gonna show that. You're not gonna show in the finale. You're not gonna show that. All right. Tim. Oh, no, I mean, that, that was it. Or, yeah. Sorry, I jumped off, Kevin. I, I screwed Sorry, up. I mean, fine. but that was it. Kevin, like, edit that out, will you? When you get to this, edit Like, this episode, I thought, was one of the better episodes of the season. I'd probably put it as my, like, second favorite episode. But that's not saying much for the season and the series as a whole, and we'll discuss that further later, I'm sure. Timmy. Yeah, I I thought that uh, I, I've been saying that Moon Knight to me so far has been the most consistent Disney Plus show in terms of every episode's been the same level of quality. And I think that this is the one that kind of took it down for me from saying that. Like, I, I think a lot of the consistency quality wise was lost, but I do think in terms of storytelling was still there. I I feel like this is a perfect example of what a three out of five is to me okay for uh these marvel studios projects because there's a lot that i liked from this there was very little that i absolutely loved from it and uh on the flip side 
with the the negatives. There wasn't anything that I really hated, but there was a lot of stuff that was just kind of like, oh man, that well, that was not good. That was pretty bad actually. Uh, so I think it all kind of like meshes together and just being a fine low tier of the MCU project for sure. Um, and I can see some elements of it that one day we might look back on this and and think of it more fondly than we do right now. Because I keep reminding myself like this this is the first time that we're getting these new stories this is the first origin story we've gotten in a tv show and i think we're still kind of in the the learning phases of what that looks like we're just so far into superhero movies and shows and stuff that origin stories kind of need to do something that's like special and really cool and unique and new for us to to care because we've seen hundreds of them at this point um and i think that this did a good job with that with the the culture elements of, of everything and getting into the the more religious sides of things but i think at the end of the day the show unfortunately for me ends up teasing and hinting at things more than it actually does the unique thing yeah and it's like i'm extremely excited to see more of these characters in future projects and you know when we we look at the mcu like that's what they do well but i feel like moon knight being a standalone thing and and a lot of its strengths kind of being its uh independence from the rest of the mcu i'm a little let down by uh this as just a standalone project when you start getting into the did stuff and getting into just the the more psychological what's going on what's real what's not um i I like that they played with the tropes and the expectations that we had. And I like that at the end of the day, it wasn't all just a dream, but like they still got to kind of play around with those elements. I just think that this episode um, left me wanting more, but uh, a little upset that I, I didn't get it uh, in this, this episode. In yeah. You weren't fulfilled in wanting more, which I think is how uh, not every MC uh, expanded to MCU projects. Like uh, that's how, a great MCU project, you get to the end, you're like, that was an awesome movie. Then you sit in those end credits, you go, holy shit, I can't wait to see what that's going to lead to. Whereas, yeah, with this one, like, you know, because of the way we, specifically me, watch these, right? Because I'm an old man now with a child. Like, I wake up and watch them in the morning, right? And Jen's already at work, whereas when we're on paternity leave, she could watch with me and stuff like that. And so this is one of those ones that it's at the end now and I'm going to give her the synopsis. Like this is not something I'm going to encourage her to go watch. I don't think there's any need for, you know what I mean? When moon Knight pops up in secret wars or whatever it's going to be, or if moon Knight season two is really good or something to that effect, I can recap this pretty easily of where we're at and why it's going. And I don't think you miss as much from again, to your point, Tim, it makes me wonder leaving these like do origin stories work as these shows. Can they work as these shows? Like, you know, one of the strengths of, I think WandaVision, uh winter soldier uh falcon winter soldier like hawkeye right was the fact that we already knew these characters so i was down to spend time with them and have them have introspective beats they're they're just sitting around talking to new characters i was like oh that's cool i've seen other stuff whereas with moon knight the whole time i was like all right like i don't like layla i think at the end i actually end up like like it's one of those weird things where at the end of this i'm with you tim where i'm excited to see whatever happens to moon knight in the mcu from here on out and i'm excited to see whatever happens to layla like i did like Layla's outfit. I did think it's cool to have her have her powers. I did think, you know, while incredibly, incredibly on the fucking nose with the, are you an Egyptian superhero? Yes. It was like, all right, like, cool that's not going to win you points with everybody. Marvel's going woke, yada, yada, yada. It still was cool and it still was nice to see the inspiration in that girl's eyes and stuff like that. And like, I, like, I liked her hair down and I liked the costume and I liked the power. Like, I don't know what the powers are exactly, I guess, but like, I'm, I'm excited to see more of them doing superhero y stuff. 
Yeah, but I think that that's the thing that is interesting to me with this and why I keep saying that like we are in a the newest version of phase one that we've ever had is we're in the building process now. So it's like that's kind of going to be the thing until we see them in more projects and we need these like kind of building blocks for Moon Knight to matter to us in the same way Wanda mattered because we saw her in other projects and didn't care about her and then cared about her in, in WandaVision. But see, that's my point is forward. I think it works better as a movie than it does as a series. I think I didn't I didn't need to spend this much time with them to get to this. See, I, I think we did because then we get the different personalities of it where a movie wouldn't have been able to focus on Stephen Grant as long as they did and have us actually care about him as a character and then the back end of it kind of making us care more about Mark, which I don't think I care about Stephen more than Mark, but I definitely by the end of it, like I am extremely excited that we have fleshed out characters for at least the two of them and they're working together the switching suits back and forth and switching personalities back and forth and like um skills and skill sets back and forth i think is uh, a great setup that you don't really get in uh, a movie and i think that that's the other problem is where we're at with superhero projects uh, overall is that every single time we watch one of these shows it's like oh man should have been a movie and we watch some of the movies like oh man this should have been a 10 episode series and it's just like i just feel like there's a lot of this stuff so it's easier for us to be critical of a lot sure. of it with good reason because there's a lot I, to criticize but i, just I mean think not, that, spend, not to get the weeds of it stuff, i just disagree with you on the fact they couldn't have done the personalities justice because guardians of the galaxy gave me a movie filled with characters that i got introduced to and loved by the end of it and like i'm crying for yondu at the end of a four-hour journey for two movies right yeah. and there's a character arc on that where he's not the main character i think they could have easily distilled steven and mark down and actually made it faster go this maybe not has given me the weird uh as much weird time of going to the guy's house to get the thing and i didn't even know who these people were yet and trying to make me care about layla's relationship at the time i thought they did a bad job with that i think it would have been stronger to make it be like cool here's steven here's mark here's layla here's Conchu, and here's the bad guy and we're less tomb rating yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we've also seen a lot of movies that have done like multiple personality things and made you care about them Multi and multiple I, yeah. multiplicity Michael Keaton. That's different. Good movie. Different, different kind of thing. Not a good movie. They had it right. was multiple personalities though, wasn't it? Multiplicity definitely played after Blank Man <laughs> on HBO. Before we keep going, let me tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Babbel for sponsoring this episode. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Definitely not me. I took Spanish, didn't do well in it the first time, did okay the second time. You know what? We'll move on. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Greg Miller has been learning French little by little, and now when he goes back home to, to Canada to see Jen's family, he'll be able to communicate better. Isn't that a lovely situation? Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash kindoffunny. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash kindoffunny for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. One more time, babbel.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like walking your dog in public without securing them on a leash. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But what if one day your dog runs away or gets dog-napped? It's better to be careful, especially when it's as simple as using ExpressVPN. We've been using ExpressVPN here at Kind of Funny for years now. Me personally, I've been using it, and I know that my internet browsing is secure. It just gives me that peace of mind that I need. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, your online 
online data is not secure. But ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so they can't. And it's great. I use it on my desktop. I use it on my phone. I use it everywhere that I use the internet. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. You can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN at expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. That's expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. You can get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games chime.com slash kf games banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer what do you think about this whole disney plus tweet deletion thing initially disney plus Puss? Puss, ill. That's a different <laughs> Twitter account. Uh, t- uh, initially, Disney Plus tweets out, check out the series finale for Moon Knight. That tweet gets deleted. It changes to check out the season finale of Moon Knight. What are we pulling from that? What are we thinking is going on? I mean, what we do know is like there, there's no official project for a season two yet. And Oscar Isaac doesn't have a contract signed for it. Like this is the new era of MCU where it's kind of contract or project by project based so uh there is no actual plan but obviously the post-credit scene is teasing something so i imagine Mm. we'll see that is it a moon Knight season two or is it a midnight suns project or something else we'll have to wait and see but i i don't think that that tweet necessarily special uh and oh yeah werewolf by night which again still not officially announced but it's coming this halloween um i wouldn't be surprised if we see moon Knight there for sure i'll tell you what bums me out a, a bit about this series is that it's sort of the same feeling I get whenever we get an awesome character or an awesome actor cast as a villain and the villain gets killed off. You're like, yeah, well, that's the last we'll ways. see of that villain in this uh, in this whole sort of saga and universe. And I kind of feel that way with Oscar Isaac, but more along the lines of, damn, this show could have been amazing. This show, like having Oscar Isaac in this lead, I think, I think he just does a phenomenal job and I love watching him on screen. And I just don't feel like much of the, I don't just don't feel like much of the show really kind of backed up needing an actor of that caliber. And I wonder how much less I would have enjoyed it if it wasn't Oscar Isaac. Like would I have thought this was like a complete waste of time? Um, yeah, that 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 part of the show kind of does bum me out a bit. Um, when I see some of the action sequences and I think some missed opportunities, just visually, um, and it's something that I think I mentioned in one of the earlier episodes when I was talking about like I kind of wish Moon Knight would summon the the fucking crescent moon dagger things or whatever. I wish you would summon them like Hela in Thor Ragnarok in a sort of magical way and kind of have some visual. Something visually interesting to look at his chest, like yeah, but like he can pull out multiple ones, right? 
He yeah, but it just it doesn't look often. cool. Like yeah. it, it it isn't visually stimulating or fun to watch. Really, it's just a dude in a white suit fighting other people. Um, and then we see Conchu doing this cool like Johnny Cage shadow kick, so like sick. drift in between people. And it's like, man, what? I wish he had that. I wish yeah. Moon Knight had that sort of power where it's almost like a Nightcrawler sort of thing where we're making the combat look more fun and engaging and. I just feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities there because other than that, it's like this whole time we just kind of watch a dude in a white suit fight, just like we would have seen Captain America or just like we now granted, you know, he has like a grappling hook and some other weird shit that we saw <laughs> there near the end. But it, it just felt like a missed opportunity completely for me. Yeah, Moon Knight, the the character itself is probably my biggest letdown of this entire series where I'm right there with you. They just didn't do enough interesting things or they did things that just I, I feel like they didn't take enough time to kind of define his power set and what exactly is going on. So that in this episode, we see him just flying across the desert. You're like, what is happening? Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. I feel like that is a, a, a major bummer because I am so invested in the the Steve and Mark kind of dynamics and them using their their different skills as humans that seeing them in the different suits and having the different fighting styles and stances and stuff, I really like, but the Moon Knight character, the Mark Spector Moon Knight character, I feel uh, was very ill-defined in this. Greg? And that was one of the things I thought was a missed opportunity, right? Where when we started the show, right at the end of episode one, he suited up, right? He beats the shit out of that thing in the bathroom. And I remember us being uh, uh, talking about how cool it was to see the suit and that it wasn't a, uh, you know, delayed thing that he gets to the very end. Yada, yada. And I think I was expecting, yeah, to be, all right, great. That means they're going to be really upfront about what he's doing and who he is and yada, yada, yada. And to not have that and have the powers ripped away for what felt, what was it, two episodes he was powerless? Or, and I guess if you count this one, two and a half, it was like, okay, like, I'm not in here just for special effects and superhero shit. Like, obviously, I want the character development, but I don't think they developed what who Moon Knight the superhero is, which again leads, I, I thought there was a couple, and I hate using cringe but there was ug moments from your eye rolls right of like you're the only super, real superpower i ever had when he's talking to steven i was like all right yeah. <laughs> all right i don't know do we need that one <laughs> right super now healing I, I like seemed really that. useful super healing seemed really useful you know yeah yeah exactly right that helped you out in the long run right but then the same thing of like things i thought were fucking awesome right when the, again ethan hawk who's awesome you know i still want the before sunrise so the sunrise trilogy and review tim don't be a coward uh but when he's like i wrote it down I don't need to show you my papers. You need to show me your soul. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucking done. <laughs> no, a big gamble on his part to be like all these fucking guys with guns he's going to get on. Be like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I hope but they I'm like, sure let cool. Her. And then the effect of ripping them out was cool. And then uh, Tawet, or Tawet talking through the dead bodies to Layla. That was sick. cool. Like, Very yeah, sick. Like, I, this episode started. And I was like, here we fucking go. We're eating today. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but right there. Uh, Ethan Hawke got to be digging. I hope they let me drop down this this fucking scepter. Like yeah. <laughs> they may see me lifted and just like unleash on me. <laughs> um, I I think that uh, something that I did like a lot was the the kind of like slow paced and focus on the the character like the human characters uh, more so than the superhero stuff. So I liked the taking away the power. I just think that it getting back in the last episode and just kind of being a little over exaggerated uh didn't vibe with me i did like the action scene that it seems like andy didn't uh on the streets where they're both kind of running and it's the tracking shot uh i, I like that and i like when steven popped up with the sticks and was like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. I was like yeah. yeah well i mean i, I didn't hit you I said what you said it. andy you said I, what you said let the, like, kevin read back the record i uh, wanted Andy said i, I just want it <laughs> I wanted cool, like cooler shit there. In yeah. addition to all the other times we saw him fighting, instead of just you know getting stabbed a bunch, it's just like I don't know. It's just not visually fun to watch or mm. cool to watch. 
Yeah, um, I feel it. I liked the it for the switching mainly, and I liked how a lot of the times the switching happened off camera, and like you would just see different elements kind of come in as you see Steven in the just like actual suit suit kind of like more brawly type, and then Boon Knight using more of the grapples and shit. Like I thought the choreography of that was was interesting and and fun. And now him fighting Ethan Hawke and turning into Mister Knight to let to sort of faster. be freed from him and then go back yeah, into Moon Knight to bring out like that shit is really cool and fun and there's just was not nearly enough of that like they I, I i it kind of reminds me of like when a when a uh a visual effects person uh really wants to make a story-based movie and the visual effects are all great and there's just like not any good uh arcs to any of the characters or any of the the plot or like nothing's interesting story-wise and you go damn you probably should have gotten someone to, to help you out there like i i wish that this show kind of had more help on the like a stunt action choreography side of things it just was not it could have been redeemed in some way for me if it was just at least cool which is like a reason why I kind of enjoyed Eternals because I thought most of the movie was a major letdown, but damn, I really enjoyed the action. And like, that's somewhat of a saving grace. And I just didn't have that here, unfortunately. Yeah. So you bring it up at Eternals is uh, the next point I was going to make where I think that this show did a much better job of introducing us to kind of like history and culture side of things that we haven't seen before in the MCU and kind of using that for the story. Whereas I feel like Eternals kind of like, flirted with it and kind of said it was doing that more than it was actually doing it like i like the use of the avatars and the gods there's a lot of concepts that are now introduced that i think are really cool and i think that some of them were well done in this uh some of them i think were a little bit rushed which feels weird like layla getting the powers is super cool it was totally foreshadowed i think if anything this show is consistent in its delivering on whatever it foreshadowed in any episode i feel like every line of dialogue in episodes one and two are then completely like uh there's a callback to them and realized in uh, uh five and six specifically but i do appreciate this kind of having the one and two three and four five and six all kind of feeling like mini arcs within the whole thing um but i i, I think that the show's greatest success is making me really care and like both mark and steven and having them be together feels like a good like power uh, scale set for for where they're at with this and like introducing the Jake character in the post credits uh, still working with Khonshu looking dope as fuck in that suit shout out to Khonshu happy he's still alive um, but I'm excited to see how Jake gets introduced into this and eventually getting the three of them kind of bouncing back and forth and using each other's skill sets with different suits and hopefully in in a place that uh, the choreography and all that stuff can be the point as opposed to having to do all the the heavy lifting of explaining mark's backstory and steven being created and all this stuff i feel like next time we we see these characters the backstory of jake i think is going to be a little simpler to just jump in and get to quickly as opposed to having to do the whole what's real what's not psych wards all that type of stuff i also think that the subtitles kind of screwed up one of the moments near the end where it was clearly jake talking in that final line to uh uh to ethan hawk there in the psych in the psych ward and it said, like, the subtitles will always sort of uh, identify this is as Mark or as Steven. Mm -hmm. And it said as Mark, but it was clearly like that accent, you know, it was yeah. clearly that that Jake accent that he's kind of put on a few other times uh, throughout the rest of the show. Um, and I think largely near the end. 
I feel like the show tried to be too heady and too kind of thought provoking for its own good. Like, I I think it tried to get too smart for its own good. To be honest with you, like getting getting towards the end with the that final sequence in the psych ward and then him waking up again and the music playing again. Like I just, I think in any world where the story was really damn good and we loved every episode of this show and it ended that way, we'd go, fuck yeah, that's a damn show. But I just don't feel like it was warranted, you know, like I, it tried to be kind of too cool of an ending for what the rest of the show actually was for me. Mm. Um, I, I kind of want to like contradict what, what Tim is saying about like the, the way it's story, like the way it built like uh, on the Egyptian lore and whatnot. I kind of feel like this movie, like it mostly focused on like, we don't need to explain anything. They have avatars and uh, like you can move on and go past it. And that's cool. But I feel like doing that created plot holes, like with the, the like what the, the pantheon of Egyptian gods, they, uh, yeah, any, yeah, the any, yeah. yeah. Like I, I was like, Oh, okay. It's clear. They're in cahoots with, um, Ethan Hawke's character. Uh, right. But then at the end it's like, Oh, they're not. And it's just like, okay, I guess they're just stupid. And like, decided not to look further into things <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. you guys are... no research when they when yeah. the one guy asked the one guy we'd seen before yeah and, and was with ethan hawk well, what's going on i was expecting him to be like oh you're all fucked and then he's right. like oh shit it was that guy it was all yeah. ethan hawk like, and like <laughs> but but like we're laughing but it's like that that's a problem that's bad storytelling and then um we also have the uh like how what pretty easy to outsmart you all (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even you never asked any follow-up questions never even looked at what he was doing in the (laughs) desert you have all this power why didn't you look at what he's doing in the desert right it was right there but also what what's what was the deal with ethan hawk's character he just decided to go on this mission on his own and was like he wasn't talking to uh amit like he just thought of this mission on his own i i guess he found a scepter that allowed him to balance the scales and then he was ready to die, and Ahmet, for whatever reason, goes against her, like, like the rules that she has for herself of, like, she judges people not just for the crimes they have already committed, but the, the ones they're going to. And then she forgives Ethan Hawke about, for the crimes that he's committed, even though he's like, I've got a whole bunch of other people. It just, like, the, um, the character's decisions, to me, like, leave a lot, like... Of, be like, yeah, a lot to be desired. There's a lot of hand waving happening, and yeah, that I'd kind like of blows me out. I'd, I, some of the th- points you just raised, sure. You know, okay, I can get that. Like, I, I can't explain the scepter. I'm sure somebody can. They will in the comments for you. But one of the things you need to go to, one of the sacred tomes, of course, is Ghostbusters Afterlife, where if you remember, it turned out right. Uh, Evo Shandor had been working in trying to bring Gozer back, and you thought they would have been tight, right? But when they spoilers for Ghostbusters Afterlife, when they meet right there at the end, Gozer just immediately rips them in half, right? So these gods, man, they're getting summoned because somebody's reading a book and they're like, "Man, my life fucking sucks. I got burned by Conchu. Everything. I fucking I'm hot. I and I got great hair, and I I can walk <laughs> on glass. No problem." But instead, 
I got burned by Kancho. I'm going to open up the sacred text here and be like, oh man, this Ahmed seems like a pretty cool god. I'm going to go worship that. I'll go find the scepter. I'll go find the little uh, flying beetle that'll scare up, that'll take me where I need to go. Like he's going through and doing a little bit of Tomb Raiding there on his own. You know what I mean? He's yeah, reading these bits. I- and then he gets there and he's like, hey, whatever you say goes, alligator woman. And she's like, you know what? You're you're already kind of whipped by me. So why would I kill you? Like help me out for it. Then I'll kill you later. But the whole thing is Ahmed was killed because she was like a radical, right? And it just... I feel like the the character they set up would have been like, all right, fuck you, and then we would have moved past. It. As she said, though, like right, like in two thousand years, she's had time to think about this. She had somebody that like I I, I tried this That's once. True. She did say didn't that, go yeah. my way. I've been sitting here, my little stone guy, going think, think, think. What do I want yeah. when I get out? Time to break the rules. She was like, later's gators. Exactly. My she's man. an alligator. She is. Fantastic, man. I love the look of of uh what, sorry what was your name i'm it blanking on i yeah love that the hippo looked great conchu's awesome i really love the the creature design throughout same. this entire show yeah same and- it's it, again it's very obvious where the cg budget went um i thought they looked fantastic in all sorts of different lighting i think that's always a thing it's like sure they may look good with that conchu may look good in the dark with that one light source on him but will he look good kind of anywhere and i thought they all looked awesome uh I don't know. I kind of, I kind of wish all of the animals now, because honestly, the hippo looked great talking. It was the gator talking that kind of threw me off. Because I love, yeah. I love just seeing a, you know, a skull of Kanshu, right? Without yeah. any movement, it's just him speaking, and I think that works perfectly for that character. I guess when I see Towerette, her talking, that worked for me as well. But seeing Amit speaking and like trying to enunciate yeah. with like different vocal yeah. and Way mouth harder. movements it was like weird <laughs> yeah. it was pretty odd yeah what's she looked great though. what's curious what i'm curious about is has conchu always looked like that or because yeah. when uh Ahmed came out good, right? yeah. she was like oh you look like shit and i wonder if it was like because he's like been in trouble with the uh the the ead yeah any ad he was a big you think he was like a big toucan at one point i mean I, his his little statue looks more bird like than skull like. Yeah. yeah. So I not, wonder not skinny, if just like he much. hasn't been properly taken care of and his like body has decayed and that's why he's just a little skull. It's a cool design. I like it. Really, yeah, really cool. Little skull, get out of here. um well there you go everybody let us know in the comments below what you thought about this remember we got more disney plus shows coming up we got uh kenobi starting may 27th and we will be doing weekly reactions to that and then uh right after that june 6th oh no june 3rd is uh the boys uh season shoot so we're gonna be doing that and then june 6th is miss marvel so there's about to be a whole lot of cool stuff coming your way right here on the kind of funny screencast and again anytime there's those trailers we're gonna react to them everybody until next time go watch blank man later gators